You're listening to Potter Nonsense, a podcast with me and Ray. Hit record. We're recording. Second recording of episode four, but here we go. <laughs> I mean, we, we had a test, really. <sighs> I don't know what is wrong with this headset and computer, but welcome to Potter Nonsense. I am Ray. And I'm Fee. And tonight's episode, we're talking about occupational health and safety at Hogwarts. Yes. And I think there's not much to recommend like the rest of the Wizarding World in general because we don't get a whole lot about it. But I'm sure that, you know, we can probably have a bit of a discussion about, say, the night bus. Just, just, uh, it's not a safe place, is it? Absolutely not. (laughs) It's really not a place that 11-year-old children should be hanging out. And it's also like... They're actively trying to make it less safe. Yeah. Like, okay, who thought moving staircases was a good idea and then thought, oh, I'm going to add a trick stair in the bottom of this one. Yeah, yeah, the whole thing. So um, I think that we should first touch on the fact that um, this is especially not a world that's suitable for anyone with a disability. No, not And at all. Um, we're going to pretend that J.K. Rowling never said that um, magical blood prevents any imperfections because mm. lots of people have glasses for one thing. Yeah, I was going to say good old JK forgetting that uh, sight and lack thereof is a disability. Yes. Shorts, is it short-sightedness or long-sightedness that it's actually like a dominant gene rather than a recessive gene? It's a disability that most people have or develop. Yes, it is. Um, There are a lot of sight conditions, being someone who works in optics and learning about this actively every day. um, There are a lot of sight conditions that are absolutely genetic. Mm -hmm. And it's um, if you have parents that have terrible eyesight, chances are you are going to have terrible eyesight as well. So that kind of negates that. If Harry James Potter's father also had terrible eyesight, Harry has terrible eyesight. Mm. And like, I mean, just in general, human beings, um, our eyeballs change shape over our lives, which causes, you know, long-sightedness. Like as you age, your eyes get worse. Yes, they do. Um, It's actually technically called presbyopia and it is the just basically the muscles that control your pupils start to deteriorate over time. Everybody gets it. It usually starts at about 40 to 45. There is no escaping presbyopia. Yeah. You will one day need reading glasses. It's as simple as that. I did have a science teacher who was born so short-sighted that when she – it was predicted that by the time she was 60, uh, she would actually have perfect vision. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. There are very rare conditions that your sight can correct over time, which is really cool. The human body is fascinating. Mm -hmm. But, yeah, majority of people, I'm going to take a guess and say 90% of people, uh, you're going to lose your short-sighted vision by the time you're 45. Some people can stretch it out to 50 to 60. A lot of the people who reach 60 are kidding themselves. Um, (laughs) You have no idea how many people who come in and they're like, I don't need reading glasses, and they're like a plus four. And you're like, oh, buddy, how are you doing anything in life? Um, but yeah, so like magical blood does not denote the lack of disability. Yes. So like if, if you can, 
have vision problems, you can have other problems. I think that's very clear. Yeah, it is. And and so, like, in that respect, having a castle that is just full of staircases is very archaic. It's very medieval in not a good way. God, but, like, imagine what the – um. Like I'm just imagining what how scary the lift would be at Hogwarts. <laughs> It'd probably like jettison you into space and then bring you back down or something. <laughs> the Great Glass Wonkavator or something like that. <laughs> yeah. Or- Instead of Charlie and the <laughs> Charlie and the Great Glass Elevator, it's like Harry Potter and his accidental trip to space because he <laughs> broke his leg that one time. <laughs> Oh, I'm just oh now I'm also just thinking it's either that or it's like a one of those rickety old cage style ones that was operated by Crank and Filch has to get has to operate it because, you know, just just to add to his humiliating tasks that he has to do in this castle where literally everyone could just do it in a second for him. Yeah. Absolutely. And you know, Filch would be the type of bastard to like a student that he doesn't like would get on. And he'd be like, oh, I'm going to give this kid a fucking ride and just, like, let the crank go. <laughs> yeah, they haven't put any kind of safety catch on that crank. It's like, it's not like um, if you let go of it, there'll be, like, a thing that stops it from going all the way around. Um, good sound effects there from me. <laughs> I like that sound effect. <laughs> it's also... Yeah, no, it'd literally just be like... He lets the crank go and the elevator just drops 10 feet <laughs> or 10 floors, not 10 feet, 10 floors. <laughs> yeah, that, that's, that's what I'm picturing with that. <laughs> and then, then he'll just pretend that it's stuck as well. <laughs> yeah. When you're between floors. Yeah. Yeah, or he'd see a student that he doesn't like and he'd be like, nope, sorry, elevator's not working today. Guess you're not going anywhere. Which is also just Argus Filch bullying disabled kids, which is just chill, you know, which I mean, I guess Dumbledore wouldn't do anything about that. (laughs) No, he wouldn't. And I mean, I guess you could make that statement better by saying Argus Filch would bully a student no matter what. Yes. Like, he doesn't care about your creed. He doesn't care about your race. He doesn't care about your disabilities. He's going to bully you no matter what because he's a cunt. But um, he would still, like, pick and choose which students he actually enjoyed taking around and he would just be a very bitter old squid. Mm. Also, that was our, that was our first C-bomb on, on this podcast. So, um, <laughs> Oh, my God. I'm so Am- sorry. Americans, <laughs> um, you know, we might use that one. We don't. Like, it's still quite – It's sparing. It's, it's still, like, the most bad word um, in a, in the Australian vernacular. Um, it's still the most bad, but it's not as bad as, like, Americans um, react to it. So um, – Look, for the safety of everybody's ears, I'm sure we can, like – put in a sound effect over the top of it <laughs> yes i i'm i may find like we've got to figure out what what our um swears bleep might be <laughs> make it like i don't know oh make it the sorting hat saying like slytherin or something <laughs> uh, or, or um, um oh, hagrid saying codswallop <laughs> yeah okay I like that um yeah anyway like and I mean saying that if there's no disabilities due to magical blood mm. what are squibs what are squibs well I guess a magical person born without magic technically 
disability. Yeah. I mean, I guess you could argue that they have no magical blood. But Argus Filch apparently comes from a pureblood family. Was it? Was that on the list of pureblood families? He he is from a family. They may not be pure pure blood like the Malfoys, but he came from two parents of magical birth. Wizarding yeah. world. Okay. One of magical birth. He came from a magical birth. So a squib could very well be a disability, and I'm pretty sure someone in the pure pure blood lines had a squib, and it was like a big mm. deal. Um, I can't remember who it was. Weasley? One of the uh, yeah, there maybe? is a squib cousin of the Weasleys. I think he's I think he's yeah. an accountant or something like that. Um, yeah. So it's like that's a disability. Hello? Yeah. Yeah, I, I can agree with that. Um, but, yeah, the staircases in Hogwarts, while amusing and funny, are also, like, really fucking annoying. Yeah. Like, imagine being late for class, get halfway up it, and the bloody thing decides to, like, move mm-hmm. on you. I'd be so mad. I'd be just, I'd be, like, vaulting myself <laughs> off of that. I would probably end up dying, let's be honest. I'd be like, no, shit, i got to go this way. And, like, jumping from, like, the staircase banister to the part that I needed to go to, missing completely and falling into the dungeons and probably dying, let's be honest. Can you Wingardium Leviosa a person? Yeah. Uh, yeah, I, you know what? I'm a Googler. Because <laughs> I'm just and thinking. Um, here. Guardian Leviosa. Yourself? Okay, hold on. <laughs> Here's a good one. Can you win Guardian Leviosa yourself? See, I wasn't even can thinking you about. Can Guardian Leviosa? And can you win Guardian Leviosa PSP? Okay. <laughs> I think that's a PlayStation device. Yes. Um, oh, maybe there was a PSP Harry Potter game. Uh, hold on. Wingardium Leviosa cannot be used on humans. Most levitation spells do not work on humans, evidenced by the fact that wizards generally need a broom to fly, and Wingardium Leviosa is the best example of this. This is why Hermione uses Levicorpus of all spells to uh, lift someone up. Uh, she, she lifted Harry. Oh, in the yes, Lestrange Yes, she lifted bolt. Harry up in the Lestrange Bolt. Because, I, well, I mean, I guess, can you, like plant someone some like can you move someone somewhere with levy corpus or is it they just go directly above them because i'm just thinking you're with your mates the stairs do their thing that they do and you're like well fuck this i'm not going all the way around because that's the situation that you'd be in and then you just lev- like levitate each other well <laughs> yes over to the other landing like that would be useful um it it does swing them. Okay. I don't – yeah, it swings them around. I don't think you can quite move it like you can do anything yeah. else. Um, but – Yeah, I think you just end up with some kind of detention <laughs> if you try to do either of those things. Yes. Oh, there's also Mobilla Corpus, but it doesn't have sufficient lifting power. Okay. Um Mobilla corpus, it, levy corpus, but levy corpus has the uh, disadvantage of swinging you up by your ankles, so you're mm. upside down. Although, just a side note, I know I have written fan fiction where I've used uh, Wingardium Leviosa to help someone climb up a wall. So, I mean, you know, you can't. It can be used <laughs> if you say it can. You can't levitate a person, but you can't levitate a person. You can levitate their clothing. 
Yes, I think that's where I was going. <laughs> I think that's where I was going with that. I think it was their robes that they levitated and they just kind of got like climbed up after the robes. Mm. I don't know. I wrote that I wrote that fan fiction like 15 years ago. I'll have to go back and read it. It's uh, still online. And no, I will not reveal which one it is. <laughs> Guarding your um, fan fiction secrets. <laughs> I, I wrote it literally 15 years ago, which makes me 13 when I wrote that. So <laughs> Yeah, that's 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 fair. Um but yeah, you could you could always um be also guarding your um more recent fan fiction secrets, which are more Marvel related than Harry Potter. <laughs> yes, yes, I do have a few Star Wars ones in there as well. I don't think I've actually published those ones though. But I do want to be taken serious as a author one day. Um so having something that's still on the internet that I wrote when I was 13 probably yeah, not a probably good thing. Not. <laughs> I also want to use my fan fiction accounts to uh, troll any potential readers of my own books and just keep writing <laughs> uh, on the sly. So if I tell anyone what those are, then that goes that plan. Yeah, you've got to have your, like, blow-off steam writing. Yeah, exactly. But the staircase, yeah, I would definitely launch myself off that staircase if it was moving, like 100%. Yeah, that, that would definitely go very well for you. It, look, it could go either of two ways, depending on how far away the staircase was. I you have do. very long legs. So chances are I'd be okay, but I'm also very clumsy like a baby giraffe. So chances are I would be in the hospital wing a lot. <laughs> and there would be like quite a jolt to um, like the staircase moving in the first place. Yes. Yeah. I, I could see myself like leaning on the banister and then the staircase freaking moves and I do like ass over oh god there must be like much like they've got that thing in um Gringotts that breaks your fall like you'd hope that like the negative space beneath all of the staircases has that too oh yeah you'd really hope yeah absolutely you would like really really that is hope. one tool for occupational health and safety I guess that's 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 one one accommodation that has been made. But we don't know that for sure. We don't. We don't. We can hope. We can really hope. I mean, I guess at least Hogwarts has a fully functioning hospital wing with a proper like medically trained professional. Yes. Although she, Madame Pomfrey's pretty good at what she does. Yeah, she is. And I was about to say she's not a doctor, but then no one's a doctor in the wizarding world. No, they're so, technically not really doctors. They're more trained prof- medi- professionals, medical professionals. Mm. There's no real term for doctor. No, there's not. I'm um, surprised that, like, J.K. Rowling didn't just, like, Google doctor in Latin and come up with, like, medicus or whatever it is, medis, medicus. I can't remember how to pronounce it. Because doc, doctor doctor comes from the Greek, probably doesn't it? Uh, yes. I'm a little rusty with my linguistics. Hmm. Latin is about all I remember, and I'm pretty sure it's medicus or medicus something. I can't remember. Okay. So um, medic m e d i c e is Latin for healer or something. Anyway, yeah. it's been a long time since I've done linguistics. <laughs> So um, the other thought that I had regarding Hogwarts specifically is that they do full-blown Quidditch. Mm, mm-hmm. like, that is not a safe sport. The sport that does kill people. 
just just no one's yeah. died in years according to the Weasley twins, but um, people do die. <laughs> And people yeah. go missing. Can you imagine an eleven-year-old or a twelve-year-old getting hit with a bludger? I know they're not allowed to be in the sport until second year, but they're still only twelve years old in second year. Have you seen twelve-year-olds? They're tiny. Twelve-year-olds are very small. Like I, I assume that the, oh, this was um when I was in Woolies on the weekend. There was just this girl who's my new hero. I think she was about eleven or twelve, and she just walked up to her mum with a stack of punnets of blueberries. That was so high that she was like holding them at elbow height and they went up to her chin and she just had this <laughs> hopeful look on her face and her mum just shook her head at her <laughs> and she just very sadly returned them and it's like, oh, oh I just, okay, I just, blueberry girl, what is your motive? Blueberry, blueberry girl is my hero now. Uh, yeah, I, I want to know what she needed those blueberries for. She clearly just what? loves blueberries. Yeah, Okay, I, I'm trying to think of maybe she was making a really big pie. I mean, it's possible. Like, you'd have to put a lot of blueberries into a exclusively blueberry pie. You would. You really absolutely would. Mm. You'd probably want to use the frozen ones because they're cheaper. <laughs> yeah, I was just going to say blueberries are expensive. That's probably why her mum was like, no. no. <laughs> like, I don't know if she was allowed to have one punnet of them, but, you know. Yeah, uh, yeah, like one punnet, I can understand. Uh, but like enough that it's like elbow length to chin, it's – I'm baffled. But anyway, mm. back to uh, back to Hogwarts. But yeah, just should we think of some specific things that happen that it's like, you know, you didn't really think through safety on this one at all. <laughs> well, going – just sticking with Quidditch for a second, mm. uh, how many times have Oliver Wood – has Oliver Wood been – Knocked out. Oh yeah. What's uh, the what's the name of that um like post concussion syndrome thing that like you like you don't even necessarily actually need to have concussions, but like repeated bumps on the head that all of the American footballers have? Um well, I know that there is something called post concussion syndrome. Yes, there is that, but there's um, I don't I don't it's, remember what it's called, but it's like the thing that um basically is causing early onset dementia in retired footballers. Editing fee here. The condition that I was trying to reference was chronic traumatic encephalopathy or CTE. But yeah, like Oliver Wood definitely oh, has yeah, that. Absolutely. <laughs> that that guy's gonna get to like twenty five and be like, I have no idea what's going on in my life. Like being unconscious from a bump on the head for any length of time is a serious thing. Right. And they just left him in the sand. In uh, the movie, he gets knocked yeah. out and you see Harry look at him and he's laying on the ground and then the camera pans away and like the chase is no one- ever seen and he's still laying on the ground. No, no one's come out with a stretcher or anything. Like, come on. No, I know, right? The, uh. It's... Oh, there's so much wrong with it. And like putting a baseball bat-esque item in the hands of very violent teenage boys slash girls is just dangerous. Yeah, I know it's this for a fact like... because I was not allowed to play hockey. <laughs> the hockey uh... coach saw me coming and went, go back to volleyball, please. And <laughs> I was not allowed to play hockey. Um, My reputation on the basketball court preceded me. Yeah, and there is certainly a type for um, beaters on 
the Quidditch team. It's like either, um, you know, Fred and George, great, fun, um, would never want to actually interact with them in real life because they'd be insufferable. <laughs> see, I, see, I'm of the opinion that I would get along great with Fred and George, but that's because I'm a little shit myself. Yes. Well, if if they're not targeting you, you'd get on great with them. But, like, if you yes. have to actually be the victim of their shit, which a lot of people have to be, that's yes. another case. But, like, there's a level of disregard for the safety of other people that Fred and George have that make it, like, hmm, maybe um, they shouldn't be um, hitting bowling balls at people. Well, that, that... no. <laughs> Probably not. And, and then you've got like Crab and Goyle become beaters as yeah, well. Yeah, uh, isn't like, Marcus? Isn't Marcus uh, Flint? Flint, he's a beater. Yes. He's yes, mean. he was. I think they um, made him a seeker in the not a seeker. Um, they made him a chaser in the movie, but I'm pretty sure he was a beater. They made him a chaser in the movie, and he like took the bat off of. I'm not sure if that was a book thing as well, if he was actually a chaser, but, like, sometimes he'd just grab the bat and, like, have a go himself. Oh, that's right. And, like, beat – yeah, I don't know if that was a book thing or if that was a movie thing. I can't mm. remember. But either way, he was mean and should not have held a baseball bat around small children. Yeah. Just, just you know, it's it's not ideal at all. Um, but, yeah, if we look at other – um, school issues like if you just think about the whole um, forbidden third floor situation in the um, first book in Philosopher's Stone um, that the spell that Hermione uses to get into the room with Cerberus um, that's in the, a standard book of spells that's in a book that the first year kids get hello Amora <laughs> Like, like, Alohomora is clearly a very basic spell that anyone can really do. So, like... It should not have worked on a door that was meant to keep children out. Yes. Keep children away from, like, the bloodthirstiest puppy. Fluffy. 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 Um, um, yeah. No, it's, it's like... Dumbledore was like, oh, no, don't go down there. No, don't go down to my series of death traps that I have very poorly guarded. Yeah, right, right. It's like he specifically went out of his way to tell them how very much they should not go down that hallway, wink, mm-hmm. just knowing that someone would go, hmm, I want to I see what's down there because curiosity killed the cat. Mm-hmm. In this case, it also tried to kill three young children. But, like, that's a different story. <laughs> and then you've got, like, detention in a forest that no one is allowed to go in, aside from as punishment, I guess. <laughs> yeah, right, right. Like, it's it, – that's – okay, let's talk about detentions at Hogwarts. <laughs> Okay, there's scrubbing stuff and there's, like, doing lines and then there's the fucked up way that they go into the Forbidden Forest. Sorry, when you said – I know doing lines is, like, writing lines, but I did just imagine magic cocaine for a moment. (laughs) 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 Your punishment is a bad trip. (laughs) (laughs) 
oh no um yeah okay no no no, no. writing lines writing yes, lines I'll, yes. I'll rephrase that um so like there's yeah there's scrubbing the trophy cabinet there's cleaning the toilets there's rearranging snape's potion closet there's which writing also line. involves some scrubbing because he's a filth lord <laughs> yeah absolutely um what what was his purpose of sending him into the Forbidden Forest for the sole thing to find whatever's killing the unicorns? Yeah. Mate, whatever's, something is killing unicorns you don't want children around it. Whatever's killing unicorns can definitely kill four 11-year-olds. Like, very easily. Four 11-year-olds and a giant, like, terrified dog. Like... <laughs> that is that is number one hands down the first thing that should have any parent going what have I sent my children to oh no one no parent gets told anything at Hogwarts like I'm like 100% sure that Hermione's parents were never notified that she was petrified no god no absolutely (laughs) not could you imagine like especially like like muggle-born kids' parents never find out anything because it's like they won't be allowed to come back. Like the the, right, the, the parents that grew up in the wisdom world, they're like, oh, you know, it builds character sort of thing. Like because they've already been through it. They've got the Stockholm Syndrome of Hogwarts down. <laughs> um, but like if, if you went to a regular normal person high school – and you get word back that your kid has been um, turned into like a person stone by a giant snake. You're like, huh? I think I'm gonna t- pull my kid out of this school. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So back to what I was saying. Mm-hmm. I can't actually remember what I was saying. Oh yes, I firmly believe that. To stop anyone saying bad things, Dumbledore sits in the owl tower and just like reads everyone's mail. He's like, "Well, that's not going out." Yeah, that, the the inter- the interception of owls was happening um, long before Dolores Umbridge showed up. Yes. Oh, absolutely. And it's just kind of like Dumbledore like plucks one out of the air over his morning breakfast, and he's like. Oh, you think you're going to tell your mum about that, are you? Uh, wrong. Or it could even just be like a magical field that's been placed over the school that like any kind of um, like mentions of serious risks to your safety just get, you know, um, changed into, I'm having the very best time. Like we've got that, yeah. um, we've got that self-correcting quill that Ron got that like ended up having something go terribly wrong. But if that kind of spell exists, like uh, Runald was lib. <laughs> Runald was lib. <laughs> but yeah, like you, you can definitely have a situation like that, which, you know, going along with my theory of the anti-pregnancy charm <laughs> that is designed to prevent the cats from breeding like crazy all year because, um, Let's be let's yeah. be real. Wizards don't dissect their pets. Um, no, God no. Yeah, um, it just also has the pleasant side effect of also preventing any teenage pregnancies. Yep. <laughs> well, 
I like that. No, no, no. I think I've thought of that before. I have mentioned this one to you before because I was, when I was planning a fanfic that I may or may not ever finish, I was talking about um, the charm getting knocked out during the Battle of Hogwarts and no one realizing it. So the, um, just after Halloween on their, um, on the first year back at Hogwarts, there's just suddenly kittens everywhere. Oh, that's right. I remember you telling me about that. <laughs> just, just that's why it sounds so familiar. So many kittens, so many kittens because, you know, everyone's either got a, an owl, a cat or a toad. And I mean, I guess that the toads could get down as well, but um, I don't want to think about that because we live in cane toad country. <laughs> oh, no, yuck. I was, oh, I was, it'd be like Queensland on a hot summer night. Oh, oh no. Oh, yeah, no, mate. You just you'd go ten minutes west of where I live and you turn floodlights on in prop on property and it's just brown. You can't see grass oh, because all you see is toad. Oh god. Um the, it's like a carpet. The to- it's a carpet. The toads haven't made it to SA yet. Like It's too cold. I mean they are like working on taking over the entire country. But Queensland is cane toad central. Like you just I mean our our sports team, our Queensland Maroons are called the Queensland Cane Toads. Of course they are. Cuz that's what we're known for. Cane fields and cane toads. Uh, um introduce species never a good idea is is the um moral of this story. I mean cats are introduced species as well, but they're cute, so we, we. Yeah, I know, but the cane toads were like the dumbest thing ever. Okay, so cane stands about six foot high. Yes. There's a cane beetle that eats the top of the cane. Yes. So cane, six feet in the air. They introduced the cane toad to eat the cane beetle. The cane toad can't jump. It can't climb. It has no bones, so it can't really hold itself up. It's just this fat, ugly little flat thing that sits on the ground and waits for the cane beetles to die so it can eat it. Mm. Or... That is that is the history of the cane toad, and it's stupid because now it eats frogs and it eats birds. Doesn't it also just eat the sugar cane to get to the beetles? Yes, it will try and eat through the sugar cane to make it shorter, which, I mean, smart, uh, but also destroys the sugar cane crop. Yeah, so it was basically this thing that they did not the- test. They were like, oh, yeah, well, this thing eats this dumbest- thing. Um, we're going to release a bunch of them into the wild. Yeah, it is the dumbest introduction to uh, as ecosystem ever yes ever and it destroys the ecosystem Mm -hmm. where are they even from (sighs) originally Papua New Guinea I believe okay Mm. I'm pretty sure they're from New Guinea I mean Um, I guess that we're forcing them to have all of the refugees that we should be taking so (laughs) (laughs) I mean fair we'll we'll suffer with the cane toad situation and they will try and help better than our government will. Mm, yeah. Maybe. Uh, but, yeah, so, like, it, no, cane toads are not something you want breeding, which surprises me that uh, the cane toad would survive in England or Scotland well, because I- toads are amphibious. They don't like the cold. So they would pretty much die. I I believe that there are toads native to England, though. Like, it's not specifically cane toads that are um, pets at Hogwarts. Like, I'm just Googling English toad. <laughs> yes, yeah, so am I. The <laughs> Natterjack toad. Yeah, so there are 
But I mean, they're still they're still amphibians. Like they still would not like ugh, yuck. They still would not like the cold very much. No, but oh, they're not as ugly as the Queensland cane toad. They're, like they're still ugly, but they're not as ugly. Well, I do I do just sort of picture Trevor, and it's just like oh, Trevor. Like Trevor's a good toad. <laughs> yeah. I, I'm still, I'm absolutely terrified of toads. Like, I know they're small, but the way they move and the way they just sit there, like. And the no, way that like if toads. you smush them, they actually just um, spit out all of their guts and wait for you to go away. And then they just suck all of their guts back inside them and hop away. Yes, I have seen that. I have seen that in real life. Yeah. Um, so cane toads are actually, yeah, it's gross. I guess, kind of magic in that sense. I kind of, yeah, it, it look, it depends which way a toad gets squashed. If they get squashed from back to front, head it'll Yeah, if they get squashed back to front, they're fine. If they get squashed front to back, not so fine. If they get squashed in the middle, fine. Editing for you again. We're about to make some references to animal cruelty. If that's going to upset you, please skip to thirty three fifty four. Um also if you put a lit cigarette in the mouth of a toad it can't exhale and it will explode eventually. That's like, I get that they're a problem, but that's upsetting. Yeah. I only know this because I had some pretty awful boys that I went to school with and we went on a school camp once and it was traumatizing. Yeah. That's um like, I had an ex that would talk about visiting Queensland. Uh, like I think it was a cousin in Queensland and they would um, just go out with a cricket bat and like yeah, just it, hit it, the toads. It's awful. It's a national sport. It's disgusting. Yeah. Like farmers, farmers will go out with a bucket and they'll pick up as many as they can and then put them in the freezer and then the freezer just slowly euthanizes them and that's like recommended by vets to get rid of them um, because it's just kind of like they go to sleep and then that's it. Uh, but like hitting them with golf clubs and cricket bats is like barbaric mm. and just ugh. Yeah. Ugh. Boys are gross is the thing. Boys are gross. <laughs> Queenslanders are gross. No, I don't mean that. I, I love my state. I am very proud to be a Queenslander. <laughs> Aside from the way that your state um, votes. <laughs> yeah, yeah, look, it's not great, is it? Let's not talk about my state <laughs> and voting. Uh, <laughs> but, yeah, no, it's – Hogwarts is uh, – it's problematic at best. It's a nightmare at worst. Um and nobody is really ever truly safe there. Saying that, I would still, like, give my left leg to go to Hogwarts. Oh, definitely. Like, I would not change that for the absolute world. Like, if someone said tomorrow, hey, they're opening adult classes, do you want to go and study at Hogwarts? I'd be like, yes, pack my bags, grab my dog, because honestly, I don't want a cat or an owl or a toad. I'm taking my dog and Dumbledore can fight me. <laughs> um there are cats bigger than my dog. Yeah, there are. Um, like she's a corgi. There are cats bigger than my dog. Um, and I would just be like, see you later. I'm going to go study at Hogwarts no matter how dangerous it is. I'm just sending you what um, I just thought of when we were just talking about state pride. Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> I've seen this. And you know what's funny? The guy in that video looks identical to my friend's husband. <laughs> That's magnificent. Like to the point that I'm convinced it is him. 
<laughs> so that 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 um did um come up on um the audio recording so you know people can enjoy that one second hand i think i'll just put a link to that in the show notes so they can get the visual <laughs> oh my god did it really come up on the audio recording yeah it did <laughs> oh shit the big speaker must be on i thought only my headphones were on <laughs> okay um, yeah no you need to put that you need to put that in the um show notes yeah yeah i'll do that <laughs> Yeah, please do. Um, Yeah, so like uh, occupational health and safety is clearly not a thing at Hogwarts. No. Um, But I think that's what makes it a little bit more fun. Yeah. Like am I going to wake up today and fall down the stairs? Am I going to wake up today and get poisoned by Snape's potions class? Who knows? Am I going to wake up today and get tortured by a um, lady in a pink outfit? Like (laughs) – yeah, right. It's it's like it's a gamble that just you got to really have a good sense of humor if you go to Hogwarts because if you don't you're likely to die. Yeah. Yeah, that 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 does sum it up a little bit, yeah. Yeah. Like you you've just got to you just got to take everything in your stride and you don't question anything. Like I feel like that is the only way you would survive your years of schooling at Hogwarts is something bad happens and you go, "Oh, okay." cool let's keep going there's definitely no like safety devices to brooms either no there's not there's no seat belts there's no crash like helmets there's no airbags yeah. like you fall off that thing at like 10 20 feet in the air you're dead yeah well you might not be dead at 20 feet but like 30 40 feet maybe mm. yeah all magical transportation is just a safety nightmare to be perfectly honest like you've got broomsticks you've got apparition which can include loss of limb as a side effect <laughs> like if you if you do it wrong like you can just leave a leg behind and then then you're like stuck face down in a bog and you die my god could you imagine like <laughs> could you imagine someone apparating next to you and they've only got like half of their body and you'd be like ah and they'd be like Ah! and then they die and like there's really obscure things that people will leave behind like um ron got failed initially because he actually had left his eyebrow behind oh, that's right just a singular eyebrow now my question is does it stay hanging in the air or or, or is it, it just just, just all of these little hairs that just go pfft. so like what <laughs> other things can you leave behind like you can leave behind bits of skin which happened to ron as well you can leave behind a leg we said but like can you just leave your lungs behind? <gasps> oh, I like that you just took a deep. <laughs> I don't think I want to know. I like that you just took a deep breath, just just to make sure that your lungs are still there. <laughs> I have like I have the worst kind of you know when someone gets hurt mm-hmm. and you see them get hurt and you're like oh my god that body part is now aching <laughs> yeah I'm that person. See, I mostly just get secondhand embarrassment, and that's why I can't watch Mr. Bean. No, I get secondhand pain and it's like, it is the worst because I'll see something happen to someone that looks really painful and suddenly that part of my body will be hurting. Oh, no. Like it's happened to me and I'll be like, Ugh. yeah, it's really bad. And then you've got the night bus, which <laughs> Look, is just, definitely. I would just really like to take a ride. <laughs> it's definitely more absurd and dangerous in the movies because they decided to have. Um, comedy hitting the glass and stuff like that but um it's still like Mm. a bus full of like beds (laughs) or Mm, mm -hmm. yeah that that's um like no no seat belts nothing like that and I know that regular buses don't have seat belts but that's still a lot (laughs) like it seems to it does seem to go a lot faster than your average bus 
Yeah, it does. It goes very fast. And it's like, I know it's magic, but it really shouldn't be driving in traffic like that at all. <laughs> I guess this is why wizards don't have actual vehicles. Mm. Aside from, you know, are there, I feel like there must be wizards who have cars because aside from Arthur having the Flying Ford Anglia, the Ministry si- The Flying Ford Angora. The Flying Ford Angora. Um, the first, um, was it the, was it in the third book that the ministry sends them some cars to like take them to the train station when, um, they think that Sirius Black is going to come kill Harry? Oh yeah, they did have cars. So like, and I can't imagine the Malfoys riding around in anything but like a pretentious town car, like a Bentley or something. (laughs) Yeah. Like, um... But it's like a like it's an old thing, so it's like um, Lucius Malfoy's driver, because um, you know, of course, he doesn't drive himself around. He has a driver that um, takes him around in his open Rolls Royce sort of situation. Mm. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's and it's like this like long nosed kind of like Corella Deville monstrosity. <laughs> yeah, yeah, definitely. Like like people aren't into modern cars but they're into like the first cars sort of thing (laughs) oh I know I know I know what the Malfoys would ride around in they'd ride around in a 1930s black Bentley oh I will you need to you need to put this also in the show notes in the show notes Mm -hmm. because it is the most pretentious looking town car I think I've ever (laughs) seen and it is gorgeous and it is exactly what the Malfoys would ride around in. Yes. It's in Discord. Yes. Yes. That is – isn't that just the car that um, – no, that's that's way too early. I was just thinking, is that the car that uh, Leo and Kate fuck in in Titanic? No. Because uh, I, I, I do realise now, no, that was 1912. It can't be. This is a th- car from the 1930s. But, like, it has that vibe to it. <laughs> Yes, it does. Um, the car from the Titanic scene, I believe. I can't remember what it was. It'll come yeah, to me. Yeah, I'm, I'm going to say this now. I have seen Titanic once uh, like 10 years ago. So <laughs> my, my memory of that one is pretty hazy. Uh, I used to know what the car is. But, yes, the the Titanic was 1912. Okay, Titanic, yes, 1912. I know this because my other podcast, Down to Down Under, opens with the sinking of the Titanic. Oh, nice. Well, hmm. not nice. That That's the um, inciting incident for Downton Abbey, um, that the heir and his son both um, die on the Titanic and they end up with Dan Stevens, the – a distant cousin who is a lawyer who's going to be the next Earl. Oh, okay. Oh, uh, it was a coupe. It was a coupe de ville. Coupe de ville? A Renault type CB coupe de ville. Hmm. It was on the, oh, oh, okay. I didn't know that. I actually had to Google it. Um, it was on the cargo manifest. Oh. So it actually legitimately was there. Huh. There you go. Uh, but yeah. Anyway, so... I think that's most of the big egregious problems with health and safety that we've uh, picked up aside from just... Yeah, is that everything? Yeah. I mean, the, yeah, there that's, is... That's everything There is the thing that's always really bothered me that um, I think this is also just a movie thing, the fact that um, when they're doing the mandrakes, 
um, they can still hear each other with the earmuffs on. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I always wondered that. Um, also, should 13-year-olds be handling something that can render you unconscious? They're 12 as well. It's like, so it's like yeah, that's right. It's a second. Problem. Yeah, so that's worse. Yeah, I mean, I mean, uh, all Professor Sprout just had to get the age of those mandrakes wrong, and one of those kids would be dead. Yeah, like if or if one and just by one of those kids, I mean, it'd be Neville. Yes, and and like even if it was just that they grew faster, like yeah, yeah, exactly. No, she was not. That, that also comes under occupational health and safety. Yeah, and all of the, all everything in the greenhouses, like they've got venomous tentacular in there, and like all of these things that like can definitely kill you if if anyone's unattended in the greenhouses, they're fucked. It's true. It's very true. Anyway, I think we have um, had a look yeah. at all of this, and you know, the fact is that um, just just the ordeal of trying to implement any kind of health and safety to the wizarding world would just be the biggest headache in the world. And that's probably why they haven't done anything. Yes. I, I'm just imagining it's, it's some muggle born being the person that I'm going to tackle safety in the wizarding world. Um, Cause I've, I've seen the way that things can be and it's better. Yeah. I have seen the light. It's called the muggle world. And uh, how are y'all still alive? <laughs> <laughs> like, like wizards, the population is depleted. They probably should not be killed by, like, tripping over a stair that disappears. Yeah, or having their entire foot fall through that stair because I'm pretty sure you don't just step over it. You can stand in it. Wasn't Neville stuck for, like, a good 20 minutes Harry, when his knee got stuck? Harry got stuck in it as well um, while under the invisibility cloak. Oh, that's right. <laughs> yes, he did. But, yeah, it's just a whole thing where it's like, mm, okay, that's cool and all, but have you considered not having a death trap right there? Yes. Well, apparently they haven't because they're stupid. But that's that's all I guess we've got time for. Yes. Um, you can find us on Twitter. I am at Ray is a writer. R-A-E is a writer. And I am at Raven.com. That's Mystique from the Marvel Universe's name, but with dork instead of dark. But if you'd like us to answer any questions that you've been thinking about, please drop us a line on Twitter. Yes. I check it occasionally. We would love um, to hear what your questions are. Um, if, if you give us a big one, it might be a whole episode. There may also be episodes that we do a cut we tackle a couple of smaller things that we can't really make a whole episode out of we'll see we'll see how that goes oh even if you don't have questions and you just want to drop us a line feel free to do so tell us we're funny we love it (laughs) (laughs) i try really hard to be funny please please find me funny all right but until next time mischief managed mischief managed Potter Nonsense is a production of Bronze Pig Media and is recorded in Queensland and South Australia. If you liked the show, please rate, review and subscribe so that others can find us. You can contact us on Twitter at Bronze Pig Media or by email at bronzepigmedia at gmail.com. Um, no, okay, back to what I was Although saying. Although for one second I do need to jump off because otherwise the um, I need to turn down the temperature on the potatoes otherwise they're going to burn. <laughs> okay. All right. Well, we know where you're going to cut it from, so let's just just do that. Do 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 do.
do 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 We cannot compromise the roast taters. <laughs> no, roast taters are the best. Bronze Pig Media. Oink.